Walt Disney had a clear picture of his vision. It was burned into his mind, and he was able to clearly communicate that vision to others. Disney World's grand opening in 1971 happened five years after the great visionary Walt Disney passed away. During the dedication ceremony, someone asked his wife, isn't it a shame that Walt didn't live to see this? And Mrs. Disney responded with, he did see it. That's why it's here. That's actually one of my favorite stories when it comes to seeing it. The first pillar of the red hot formula for setting and crushing goals. Truly having your dream come to life in your mind. Seeing it before it actually comes to fruition. This is seeing it. Today, we're going to take some time to talk about the importance of having a clear vision and how to uncover and define your unique passions and purpose. You're not going to want to miss this, so let's dive in. Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. Have you thought about finally starting that business now that your kids are older? Do you ever stay awake wondering how to mesh your passions into purposeful work? Do you have big, ambitious goals but feel overwhelmed or even unqualified to pursue them? Hey, I'm Gabe. Not too long ago, I longed for the confidence to start an online business. I just wanted to make a difference outside my home bubble using my gifts. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't good enough, I didn't know enough, and I didn't have enough time. Until I realized something huge. My kids need me to be their example, and they need to see me win. And yours do too. In this podcast, you will learn how to clarify your goals, plan with purpose, and ditch your distractions. If you're ready to make an impact and an income, all for the glory of God, then you're in the right place. As an avid runner, I believe life is one massive marathon. It's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. So lace up those running shoes, pop in your earbuds, and let's do this thing. Hey, hey, friend. Welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. I'm your host, Gabe Cox, and I can't wait to talk about vision. Why does a clear vision matter? And how do we uncover and define our unique passions and purpose? How do we catch the vision God wants us to have? And how do we know that's the one? That's what we're talking about today. But first, let's talk about the significance of having a vision for your life and goals. Well, a vision is the ability to think about or plan the future with imagination or wisdom. It is a clear mental image, vivid in nature, that depicts what the future could hold if you latch on. It becomes powerfully realistic as you ingrain the pictures of that vision in your mind. A vision is meant to be a long-term picture of a larger dream you want to see happen. A strong vision is larger than yourself. The capability to optimistically see yourself in a place you can't claim to be true right now. When you develop a clear vision, it helps you to pursue those passions and achieve long-term goals. A strong vision can connect your passions with your potential and possibilities. And guess what? We need a vision to connect with our purpose. Let me give you a visual. In the frigid Minnesota winters, where I came from, where I was born and raised, some drivers in the frenzy to get to their desired destination scrape a real hole in the layer of ice plastered on their windshields. In our overhurried society, many have microwave mentality and rush from here to there without clear direction. They're worried about being late to work or to an event or wherever they may have to be headed. They're afraid of missing out. And yeah, that FOMO gets to us. However, the problem with this practice is that the tiny hole prevents drivers from having a full vision of the road. They can't clearly see all that is in front of them. Thus, it creates even more problems or delays throughout their drive. And actually, truth be told, I just did this the other day to get my son to basketball practice. Now it's only a few blocks away, 
But man, that was hard to see. Just as without a clear windshield, drivers don't have a view of the road ahead, a person working toward a goal without vision loses sight of the most direct path. A vision is the capability to see beyond your current reality into what could be. It creates a picture of what you want to have and who you want to become. Now, vision is a necessary tool for accomplishing all significant goals. Not only does it help you see what your life will be like having accomplished that goal, but also why it is imperative that the specific dream or goal come to fruition. Answer this question. What benefit beyond yourself comes from accomplishing your vision? Martin Luther King Jr. had a vision of a world where people are judged by their character and not the color of their skin. He led the American Civil Rights Movement advocating for racial equality through nonviolent civil disobedience. What would have happened had he not had a clear vision that became a passionate purpose? Steve Jobs revolutionized personal computing and made technology accessible to everyone. As the co-founder of Apple Inc., Jobs had a strong vision that played a key role in the development of products like the iPhone and the iPad. Can you imagine life without these things now? His vision led to technological advances that make our lives easier today. Though I'd have to say, I'd be okay with a little less technology again. I just think it complicates a whole lot of things. That's just me though, wink, wink. How about a couple people you may not have even heard of? Irina Sendler's vision for saving Jewish children during the Holocaust outweighed the costs for her. She was a Polish social worker who, at great risk, smuggled approximately 2,500 Jewish children out of the Warsaw Ghetto, saving them from the Nazi concentration camps. Our vision goes beyond ourselves and many times beyond what we think we're capable of. How about Katherine Schweitzer, one of my heroes in running? Her vision? To break the gender barriers in the marathon. It was thought that women couldn't run that kind of distance back in the 1960s, but Catherine wouldn't let it stop her. She snuck into the Boston Marathon disguised as a guy and proved to the world what, that the social norms at that time were wrong. In 1967, she became the first woman to officially run the Boston Marathon, and this challenged gender norms and paved the way for female participation in the long-distance running. What if she had believed women weren't capable of running that far? I wouldn't have been able to have my goal of running the Boston Marathon either. I don't know about you, but I love hearing stories like this. They get me all motivated. So how do we get a vision like Catherine, Irina, or Disney? It starts with reflecting on our passions and aligning them with our purpose. Our purpose isn't defined as the one thing we were put on earth to do. Sometimes we get stuck trying to figure out what that one thing is before we ever take the first step. Our purpose is defined in knowing our giftings and strengths and allowing God to direct our path moment by moment, knowing we can't thwart his plans. Now, I'm going to leave links in the show notes to a few other episodes that could be helpful for you to listen to about vision as well, including episode 183, where I interview podcasting coach Stephanie Gass and how to clarify your calling when you feel a tug to start a business, as well as episode 175 which is a conversation with my business mentor and friend, Gillian Perkins, where we chat about the secret for setting yourself up for success from the start. I think you'll really like those episodes, but let's talk about five reflective exercises you can do to help you identify your passions and purpose. I encourage you to take out a journal, write these exercises down and take some time to really reflect on each of these five areas. If you need to pause this episode to write them down, that's totally fine or just come back to it. The first exercise is to take a passion inventory. 
I want you to create a list of activities or pursuits that bring you joy and fulfillment. Consider both past and present experiences. Identify patterns or recurring themes in your interests. Write them all down. Second, I want you to identify your core values. Reflect on the principles or beliefs that are most important to you. Consider how aligning your goals with these values can lead to a more meaningful and purpose-driven life. Third, take a strengths assessment. I want you to identify what you are naturally good at and reflect on how leveraging those strengths can contribute to a sense of purpose and achievement. Then fourth, reflect on your impact. Consider the impact you want to have on the world or the lives of others around you. What impact do you want to make in your family, in your neighborhood, in your community, and beyond? Reflect on how identifying a sense of purpose often involves a desire to make a positive difference. And finally, the fifth exercise is to imagine your ideal future. Take a little time to visualize what you want your future to look like. Reflect on the aspects of this vision that resonate with you and consider how it can guide you in setting goals that are aligned with your passions and purpose. If you do this exercise, which I hope you will take the time to do, it might take you a full week, maybe do one exercise every day. You will start seeing your passions come alive and you'll notice a pattern of what comes up more than once. I have a question for you. Do you have a longing in your heart, a dream, if you will, that you've wanted to take action on, but you're scared to take the leap because you're afraid it won't happen? Maybe you're afraid you can't fit it into your life. Maybe it's hard to actually take the time for you to work on it. What if I told you that you could go after a goal that works in the season you're in with the capacity you have, ditching the hustle culture altogether? If you're interested in learning how to take your goal to the finish line and still have the family time that you crave, then you need to register for my free on-demand workshop called The Three Pillars to Setting and Crushing Goals in a Stressless, No-Hustle Way. In this workshop, you will learn the clarity you need to make your dream real to you without worrying about how it will all come together, how to craft a simplified game plan that gets results in the season of life you're in, the secret sauce to taking action that works even if you have limited time to make things happen, plus the number one mistake people make when goal setting that causes them to quit too soon. If you are more than ready to finally take that desire inside your heart from conception to the finish line, this is for you. You can register for the free workshop at redhotmindset.com forward slash goals. You'll get access to a free workbook to take good notes during our time together as well. Again, that's redhotmindset.com forward slash goals. I can't wait to host you inside. So what do we do next after we take an inventory of all these things? Well, in order to make the journey more fulfilling along the way, I love talking about finding joy in the journey. It's important to align our goals with both our personal passions as well as our values. This will help us to tap into our intrinsic motivation, which is what we want for doing the work necessary to make the goals come to life. Identifying purpose gives goals a deeper meaning, which can contribute to something larger than ourselves and when we are involved in something larger than ourselves, usually it's harder to quit. Aligning goals with values ensures authenticity and integrity in our actions, and that can serve as a compass for our decision-making. This holistic alignment fosters coherence, authenticity, and resilience, and it creates a more satisfying and meaningful life journey. It mitigates misaligned stress, 
and transforms goal pursuit into purpose-driven experience that resonates with our core identity of who God created us to be. I know when I'm in alignment, when my goals align with my core values, it makes a whole world of difference. Maybe you have created a solid vision for a dream on your heart, but now you're feeling limiting beliefs right now that are holding you back. If you're anything like me, they might be things like, I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. I don't have the resources or the knowledge. It's been done before. It's never been done before. Now I could go on and on with even more limiting beliefs. I have them. You have them. We all have them. These common barriers are rooted in our fears, sometimes from fear of what others will think, sometimes fear of walking into the unknown, sometimes even fear of success. I know, right? Who has a fear of success? But hey, I've even seen it in my own life. A vision helps us break these limiting belief barriers and stand on God's promises of equipping us with what we need to fulfill the plans he has for our lives. A vision helps you to see past your current circumstances. It helps you envision life as it could be, not as it currently is. It can pull you toward your dreams and encourage your imagination to grow. The here and now tells a story, but it doesn't have to define where we end up. We can change the direction of our lives and it starts with our imagination. A vision calibrates your priorities. When you have determined where you want to go and can see it clearly, you will begin to arrange your priorities to line up with arriving at your destination. When you're making decisions, you'll begin to see through the lens of, will this get me closer to my dream or not? You'll begin using this question to evaluate all of your choices and things you consider adding to your schedule. A vision keeps you focused on what you want and keeps you motivated to achieve it. When you have clear direction, you will have clear focus. With a vision, you're more likely to make the necessary changes to obtain your goal. My challenge for you today is to take the time to define your unique impact. I want to encourage you to explore how God can use your personal vision and goals to bring light to this broken world. You don't have to be a missionary in Africa to do that. You can be a light right where you are, in your home, in your work, and in your surrounding community. You play a unique role in God's overall plans with your own giftings and strengths, and your aspirations are a part of the broader purpose beyond your own achievement. Reflect on that. Pray for God to reveal a piece of this to you. Then my next challenge for you today is to consider the positive changes you want to bring about through your goals. Goal setting is not solely about personal fulfillment. Rather, it's an opportunity to make an impact on others as well. Aligning your goals with a vision for positive change will add a deeper dimension to your own aspirations. So how can you uncover your vision in a practical way? What can this look like? Here are three ways to start unpacking your vision this week. First, journaling. Journaling is a powerful tool, and I encourage you to do this regularly so that you can freely express your thoughts and dreams as well as your anxieties and fears, and then you can release them to God and give him the control of your life. I like to actually journal prayers to God as well. It's kind of a way of me releasing the day before and asking him to take anything that I'm feeling burdened by. I want you to reflect and write about what brings you joy, fulfillment, and a sense of purpose. Ask yourself this question. If anything were possible and I wouldn't fail, what would I want to achieve? The second thing that you can do is write a letter to your future self. This is a fun exercise that really gets you thinking about where you want to be a year from now, five years from now, or even 10 years from now. Imagine yourself 12 months from now. 
Describe your life, accomplishments, and the impact you made on others. List out any challenges you encountered and how you pushed past them. Write it as if you are in the future, 12 months from now. It's really fun to look back on these letters down the road. I actually like to do it, put my letter in an envelope, seal it, and then write when I want to open it and then open it at that time. It's really amazing to see what happened and how it lined up or didn't line up with the letter that I wrote. And then the third way to uncover your vision practically is to do some value mapping. What I mean by that is to rank different categories in your life in order of importance so that you can really use that as you define your vision to ensure it aligns with your values. Some of the categories could be family, relationships, career and professional life, personal development, financial stability, health and well-being, faith, adventure and exploration, creativity, service and contribution, community and social connection, environmental awareness, learning and education, risk-taking, balance. And I'm sure you can come up with even more kind of, of categories on your own, but making sure your core values align with your vision is really, really important. Personally, I didn't gain clarity for my vision overnight, and the vision I initially had isn't the vision I have now. We are always growing and changing, and when we allow God to direct our lives, it's going to move us in different directions, and he's going to ask us to do things out of our comfort zone, and he's going to ask us to trust him and the process. Having a vision for a qualifying time to run the Boston Marathon was the first step in being able to see a bigger picture of who God created me to be and what I am capable of. Qualifying for the race didn't really seem life-changing or like it had an impact on anyone else around me, but it actually did, and here's why. When I allowed that vision to become a goal, I grew as a person. I trained my mental toughness. I learned success principles to put into place. I became disciplined and focused. It allowed me to dream again. So when I crossed that finish line with the exact time I was training for and visualized for months, it allowed me to set new goals that were more outside myself. It allowed me to be an example for my kids and help them set goals for themselves. It allowed me to write the book that was on my heart with a message to others that they can cross the finish line of their own goals. It helped me start an online business with a mission to help other women craft their personalized goals and business strategies so that they can make an impact and an income for their families as well. You see, when we take the time to create a vision, to gain clarity where we're feeling called, it can make waves we didn't even know were possible. That's what Philippians 4.13 means. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. When it's in God's will, when it's in his plans, he will make a way for us to do what he calls us to do. We don't have to be enough. We aren't enough without him. That's the honest truth. We don't have to know enough. He'll give us the next steps as we go. We don't have to be strong enough. Because then we need him to be the strength for us. So those limiting beliefs we just talked about earlier, we can debunk them because God is strong enough. God makes us worthy. God gives us the tool to do what he wants us to do. Okay, I know that was a lot. We just talked about the power of vision, how to get a vision, some common barriers to our vision, and I gave you some practical exercises you can do to align your passion and purpose for your vision with your core values. I hope this gives you the tools you need to meditate and pray on the vision God gives you for your own life. Creating the vision and clarifying your calling is the first step in goal planning and goal achievement. And these steps here along the way is what I believe is pursuing goals God's way. Over the next few episodes together, we're really going to break down how to set purposeful goals, how to create a personalized goal strategy for those goals, and how to put in action that works 
in the season of life you're in with the capacity you have. We'll talk about how to stick with your goals when the things get tough and you feel like giving up, what to do when results aren't showing up the way you expected, how to eliminate hustle from your life and bring your goals into your everyday life, what to do about distractions that pop up, and so much more. You're not going to want to miss this series, so we'll catch you in the next episode. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or share it with a friend as this helps grow the podcast. Also, if you're not a part of Simplicity and Motherhood, consider joining us. It's a free online community built to provide support and encouragement so you can create balance and live intentionally as you go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.